Hey, 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 Krusty here. Nah, well, what was that, a Little Simpsons reference? All right, welcome back to another episode of Tech Talk with Tage. Um, we got a biggie, finally. So long. I'm sorry for the delay. Um, it, this is just a big one, and finding the optimal time to just record this and edit it through and all that, all that stuff, uh, takes a while, so... That's your intro. Now, let's let's cut to the main clip. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tech Talk with Tage. I'm probably gonna edit an intro in there in the future because uh, this won't be coming out when I would like it to. But we got three Samsung phones, um, a little ring teaser, a lot of Google stuff at a Samsung event. But yeah, you know how it is. We're just gonna talk about the three phones. Um, not This is not a whole event encapsulation, and mainly the Ultra, because that's where all the juiciness is um, in, in terms of specs and power. But 24, 24 plus, and the Ultra. Let's do a little spec comparison. 24 is 4,000 milliamp battery, uh, plus is 4,900, and the Ultra, it's 5,000, so it's only a 100 milliamp hour difference between the Ultra and the Plus, battery-wise, and they can all do the wireless uh, power share and the charging, and um, the Ultra goes up to a terabyte, the Plus goes up to 256, and the, well, 250, and 256 is the base for the Ultra and the Plus. Um, the regular goes up to 256 and the Plus only 512. Um, and they're all running that beautiful Qualcomm 8 Gen 3. I do believe there is an Exynos version 2 out there, but um, living in the US, I don't care because I'm never gonna get that. I hope not. And then, you know, phone RAM, typical. Eight, eight gigs on the regular, 12 on the other two. And then of course the Ultra has the pen. Um, and then a lot of camera stuff. A lot of camera specs, but I mean it's kind of the same deal as before. It's a little, it's a little spec bump and a, a lot of software changes to the camera, and I'll talk about that later. And then we got the um, LTPO 120 hertz um, quad HD uh, display, and up to 2600 nits. Actually, I think the regular, yeah, the regular has a slightly inferior um, display. It's not Quad HD, it's a FHD. But yeah, I mean, it's still good. Yeah, I mean, Samsung is the monopolizer of displays in the um, smartphone world, so yeah. And yeah, so that's it for specs. Pretty good ben uh, specs. Of course, the Ultra with the 5,000 milliamp battery and the terabyte and the 8 Gen 3 and 12 gigs of RAM. That thing is an absolute beast. But that's not what makes it a beast this time. What makes it a beast this time is actually Qualcomm and Google. Um, and that is what they're calling Galaxy AI. So, of course, Google worked very closely with Samsung on this. Um, something happened to my notes. They look weird. Um, okay, that's not good. Uh-oh. Now my phone is going off. This is not good for recording an episode, but... Oh. Uh, 
Whatever. Tis what it is. Um. Hmm. That's odd. Alright. I cannot access my notes. Uh, so, I am going to cry. Um. And I will be right back again. Alright, we're back. The crying session is over. Um. Let's take a look at what Galaxy AI enables. And this is all because of the uh, Snapdragon 8 Gen 3 and Google's work with it and of course Samsung. Um, first it's got its own logo that looks very similar to Bard's logo. So that's already something. Um, hmm. So let's start with circle to search. And it's, it's <laughs> that it's just convenience. You can circle anything Especially now with the S Pen in the Ultra, um, you can circle anything. And it'll just search it up for you, and it'll Google search it. It's, it's basically Google Lens, but better, which I very much like. Because as an iPhone user, I use Google Lens, and that's a pain to do, because then I have to screenshot a page, and then upload that page into the Google Lens thing, and it's just it's just bad. It's There's probably an easier way to do it, but that's just painful. Um, and now luckily the 8 Gen 3 is in all three models. So these a the AI is actually the thing that's the main selling point and the thing that can actually upgrade with software is available from the cheapest to the highest end model. Of course, this Ultra I think is $1,300. So maybe you don't want to spend that much. So having that AI in the and the regular S24 is nice. Um, and so, circle to search. It's just beautiful and amazing. And that it's that simple. You just circle something on your phone and it'll run it through Google. Um, next is a lot of language stuff. Live translation on a phone call. It can... Um, yeah, if you're talking to someone from a foreign country... It will hear what you say, translate it, and spit it out um, in their native language to them, and vice versa. And you can do it both ways. You can uh, say what you're saying in English. Um, they'll hear it in English and then hear the translation. And, I mean, this live translation has been pretty weak based on, of course, how well of a transcript the phone can generate in the past. But... It looks promising. Of course, it has potential. Uh, but, I, I mean, the only errors that can come from this would be errors in the translating tech, not necessarily AI's ability to offer the real-time translation. But it would be just um, the, the code behind the actual translating uh, and the, the how it hears what, what is being said. And... Uh, with live translate on phone call, there's also an in-person element interpreter where your phone literally just acts as an interpreter. And then um, keyboard translations. Um, what's it? So now there is native translating in the Samsung keyboard. So language conversion will just happen in real time as you text. Um, basically... When you text something, it'll get spewed out in their native tongue, uh, in the receiver's native tongue, and vice versa. When they text something in their native language, you can see the um, 
English right under. And then summarizing the notes app. Again, I, I like the notes app. It's cool on my iPhone. It's not the best, but I like it. I was considering switching to, um, well, I use the notes app as a to-do list. And now I'm switching to tick, which honestly, uh, we'll, we'll just see what happens with that and like, in all, in all seriousness, because I'm still in the process of using it. And that might be a future episode, uh, Tick versus Notes, which, I mean, they're different because Tick is actually a to-do list and Notes is Notes, but I use it as a to-do list. Um, so yeah. Um, uh, but back to what Samsung's doing in the Notes app, they are just you can type whatever notes you want and that are copy paste from a website and it will straight up just use AI and make a summary and it can do that with a web page too if you're on a web page it can just summarize the web page for you which is uh, promoting our own human laziness but whatever and then they added photo emoji um, I don't care about that that's useless and then magic compose which is um, also useless but Whatever, it's basically, you can send mood-based text to someone. So if you're asking someone, um, like, want to get dinner, then you can tell it to translate that to, or not translate necessarily, but, like, say it in Shakespearean English, or say it in a song form, for some reason. I don't know why you do that, why people will think you're crazy. If you're asking for something so casual in such a um, obscure way, but whatever. And now the AI photo editing. I thought this would be a much bigger episode, like 30 minutes, but we're already at the end. Uh, I might have delayed this for no unnecessary reason. Okay, AI photo editing. A lot of things. It's basically what Magic Editor of the the Tensor enabled, but now. Of course, the Snapdragon chips are objectively stronger than Tensor. I, I have developed a disliking for Tensor, actually, um, because it's not good. And I mean, Google OS is very unstable. Um, just Pixels have a reputation for that. Google's a software country, um, company, not a hardware company. And yeah, their their reputation for hardware is not the greatest, I think, and their hardware their hardware isn't the greatest like i mean the pixel tab uh i mean it's all right for the price it's not a necessarily good tablet but for its multi-functionality in being a hub and being um at a decently low price it's fine but like pixels enable a lot through the software um the pixel fold uh, had a unique size and I think that being a first gen I can let it slide but that did have its own gripes but I mean first gen products always do that um, what else pixel watch personally I think it's trash but people love it but whatever okay where were we back to AI photo editing yeah it's the same thing actually better than that but yeah you can delete um, interruptions you can move around uh, subjects just all the good stuff in just one tap 
Um, it's got it's like magic eraser and the, the autofill with the AI and um, everything's great and it seems non-restrictive anytime you do edit something it gives you a little watermark to show which is I think Samsung being responsible even though you can easily crop it out or just use another AI to get rid of the watermark um, but yeah and I think think that's a cloud feature uh that, that'll be something i'll talk about later um and then instant slow-mo so when you take a video on your nice high res high frame just juicy beautiful good hardware um samsung camera because their cameras are just objectively good um it can now use AI to construct extra frames and turn a regular video into um, slow-mo without all the weirdness of like just bad frames or frame drops and all that. Um, yeah, so AI-generated frames, essentially. And then transcript assist, same thing. You can, with the whatever voice memos is of Samsung, I think they call it recorder. Um, when you record something, the AI can now just uh, make a transcript pretty good. And then, of course, you can copy-paste that transcript uh, into the Notes app and make notes of the lecture you just heard. Um, and, I mean, so many things are enabled by AI, and that's what we're going to hear all year. But what I like is that it's available on all three models. Samsung could easily software lock these um, between the models. And that, that's probably the most profitable option for them, but they're not, and I appreciate that. So thank you, Samsung. Good on you. Um, even though I don't even own a Samsung phone. Uh, but yes, that other thing. Um, I think Samsung phones are now seven years software support, which for the AI is uh, features, which is the main thing. That's massive, seven years of support, and that's equal to Apple now. Samsung's actually better Android than Google. Like, the um, the OS is just better now. Um, I, I, I don't like Samsung's skin. I don't think it's the prettiest. It, it's very office-y, I guess. Um, I don't know how else to describe it. It's just too... Um, too regular, too just plain and like an office. And I mean, that's fine if you're like that. Uh, but the good thing about Android is that it is a lot more customizable, so you can change that. Uh, so that's not a big deal, but yeah. So, like Samsung's actually a better phone than, and be better with, has better Android than Google itself. Um, so yeah. That's great. That's surprising, but great, and I'm not against it. Um, so, yeah. So, one more point. I have one more point to make. It's going to come to me. Um, I didn't write it in my notes. Oh, yeah. Um, some of these features require the internet. Some of these AI features require the internet. Like, they require being connected to Samsung's cloud servers. I don't know why. I mean, some make sense, like um, live translate and all that, but 
I mean, that's just kind of weird. Why did these AI built some of them aren't? Well, some are on device, some are requiring the cloud. I feel like if you are using an AI enabled by the chip, you can make them all on device. And the fact that they require cloud connection is kind of creepy, but whatever. Uh, like they, they should just allow them to be all on device and then you can use them um, offline too because that's much nicer. And you can disable it. You can, uh, there is a setting to like make, make it so the only on device AI's uh, features are usable and the, the cloud ones aren't. Um, but yeah, that's it. Then you, you stop yourself from being able to use half the features that come with it because you disabled all the cloud ones. Like, like the, their form of magic editor requires the cloud for some reason. You, you can't edit your photos just on device directly on sitting in an airplane in airplane mode. So that's disappointing, but whatever. Um, but that's it. That's it for now. Um, again, OnePlus didn't really push the AI thing for this phone, for their, for their 12th gen. So, I don't know, but, uh, why they didn't, but yeah. Here we are with Samsung and all the beautiful AI that comes with it. Um, and that's gonna come with this year and next and just overall since the inception but until next time i am going to dip and um yeah this is a bad outro and the dog's barking okay well goodbye see you later i am going to take care of that uh